Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Keeping It Real with Caramel, as we say 100. I have my girl on the line, Stephanie. She's a best-selling author, and she does a lot more than that, trust me. But I just want to welcome Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, I am so happy to be here with you today. I'm so happy that you're here. Girl, we have been going through so much these past couple weeks and everything is going on. But I want everybody to know where you're from and a fun fact about you. Let's see. Um, Well, I am from and live back in South Florida. So I was born and grew up in South Florida during a time when there was, we used to say there's like seven of us who were native South Floridians. There's a lot more now. Um, And then I moved away for a very long time and then somehow eventually came back and love it now, even though, you know, it was a, of course at 18, I thought it was the worst, but I love it. I live back in sunny South Florida, Fort Lauderdale area. And let's see, um, a lot of random facts. I will give you a random Florida personal related fact. Um, I have done almost every type of water space, well, I can't talk, but water-based sport or job. So from captain of my swim team to water polo player to underwater hockey to swim instructor and everything in between. Totally random fact. That is just for you. I've never thrown that fact out. Oh, <laughs> wow. Girl, you love the water. Apparently, <laughs> oh, and I was an underwater photographer, which people do know about me, but uh, but it roots from, yes, this, this very, very long-seated history in the water. Oh, wow. I, I don't know. I don't think I can do water. I mean, I love, I, like, that's too much for me. That's too much water for me. I don't know. But as long as you did it and you love it, yeah. that's all that matters, you know? Now I mostly I, just get in a bath. That's about it. I, <laughs> I know that you are an author. So what made you choose this career as an author? Like, do you always want to be an author or this is something that you was thrown into or something that you wanted to be? I think I was, I think I was always maybe destined to be an author or a writer. It took me until adulthood to realize that I should have been writing books all along, like fiction books. Um, I think it was a, it took me a while to wrap my head around that too, because I was always in the theater. And so I was always, I always did a lot of writing. So, but I, when I, my original writing was writing um, plays or screenplays, or I'd start magazines and thought I'd write for magazines and things like that. Um, eventually I, I realized, oh, I should be writing books. And I wish I had started much, much sooner at that, but I've been doing it for a while now. So maybe it all works out as it's supposed to. Yeah. Because you have a lot of books. (laughs) I was like, yeah, she has a lot of books. And so you have a recent book out called hairline headliners or something like that. Right. Yeah. This is, um, headlines, deadlines and lies. It's sort of a, was my crossover going from romance into mystery um and it's it was going to originally be a series but it is going to be a standalone because i am too enthusiastic about my my other series that i have coming out so i have that book that just came out i have the fourth book in my fox hill southern mystery cozy series it'll come out i think um, i think it's slated for release at the end of the year right after christmas and then going into the new year i'm going to have a a new series that uh, I just came out of a planning meeting from today and so I will talk about that next time after I have a better elevator fit pitch for you but right. I'm about it 
but you're doing so much like you're doing an absolutely great job in what you're doing it takes a lot to write for me it does honestly uh, especially books because you have to be in tune to everything nothing can be around you to make you lose focus and you just have to be in tune to it uh people ask me all the time like when you write the next book it takes a long time to do it for me i don't know but anything else i can write you know but i don't know how do you do it how do you constantly just just write books like constantly does like you constantly write a series every every time like how do you do it like what are you what is your focus I think uh, much like you, it comes, I mean, some people I know are super, super consistent and they have their writing practice down, you know, every day it's, they hit their word count and they're really vigilant about sitting down on the, at the computer every day. And I aspire to be like that. Currently my <laughs> life is, uh, it's my, there's just so many things that come into play. I have kids. I have a million different things going on. I mean, mostly work related, but just life and then life related. In addition to that, um, I tend to go a little bit more in not really phases, but I do, so, you know, marketing in the business side is such an integral part about being a writer that that takes up a lot of my day. So like right now I'm in sort of a planning, plotting, writing mindset place where um, the last couple months have just been sort of marketing and business and my head is just there's so many things to do in your marketing and your business every day that it takes I mean that that's a full-time job but so I kind of go through these I'd say these sort of phases or or waves where I my mind is mostly focusing on one aspect and now I'm about to get into uh, hopefully a hardcore writing phase where I'm just, you know, really pumping out writing and content and word counts and just my head is in the stories. And so, yeah, it's hard when you're not, when you're not in the story, cause you just have to be it, writing can, it can be either hard or easy depending on your mood and if too many things are going on. But once I get in the flow of it, then it comes pretty easily. But like last week I was started writing the first chapters on a new book and I was like this is so exhausting <laughs> I was like I'm so tired <laughs> like oh but it's just because I'm not quite in that phase yet so well I didn't totally understand because when life hits you um you just started like you just get offset a little bit yeah. you know and especially when things are close bonded to you um you start to like forget about everything else and focus on the main issue that's going on at that time and you know sometimes you know you have to face life situations you know and I know I've been facing life situations for the last past two weeks you know um having your father pass and have to deal with all this different emotions that's surrounding you it's crazy to me and you have to get yourself back in tune to learn how to become focused again you know yeah in the in the hard part and so you know my uh, my best friend's um, brother passed two weeks ago as well and I'm you know I know we talked about it a tiny bit before but I mean my heart my heart goes out to you on such a deep level that you're here you know putting on your your game face to do this podcast when this deep heavy thing that you know that rocks your life has just happened so one you know i'm sending you another hug and uh, no, thank you. And, 
Um, and like, you know, we've been going through this with, um, in my life with my, my best friend and her brother, who's two, three years older than me. And I've known for most of my life. And we just, and we just keep thinking it's, or I guess I always just think the world is supposed to stop, right? When you lose somebody, you know, we just like emails shouldn't come in. Phone calls shouldn't have to be made. It's like, why isn't the world stopping? And it's just sort of this cruel thing that, that it doesn't. And, and I think that it's just, it's just an, a hard thing because the rest of the world is going at full speed and your world has in some levels, in some ways stopped. And I just wish that we had a better, a better way to help love and support and heal ourselves and each other when these things happen. And I guess the best thing we can do is kind of put it out there and say, Hey, this thing happened and just realize that other people will I know maybe can be more compassionate towards one another. Right. Yeah. And I totally agree. And then at the same time, worlds are going to keep on turning. Yeah. So either you're going to, you know, learn how to deal with what you're dealing with and go with the world, or you're going to stop yourself, you know? And, you know, I choose to continue and, you know, just say, you know, everybody's time is their time. And, you know, I have to remember all the good memories, you know? Totally. So that is what I am doing at this point. So that's why I'm up here. So, you know, know, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the other thing I was thinking the other day and, you know, whenever we're faced with these losses is, is kind of stepping back. And like you said, like celebrating this person and also almost living in their honor, you know, just saying, you know what, this person, their time here doing this, is is done for now or is done but i'm here and if they were if they were here they would want me to live my life to the fullest live every day as best as i can you know live for them like for the things that they can't do now like they want they would want me to you know live as bold and full and full of life as i can and so that's sort of my my responsibility now to live for both of us. <laughs> exactly. And I totally agree with you, Stephanie, because you know what? Uh, it was always encouragement of, of my father and my mom. This is always keep, keep pushing no matter what happens. Um, and that's what I do. I, I keep pushing. And, you know, a lot of people lost their families during this pandemic and all this other stuff that's going on. It's just so crazy to me, you know, um, all the, you know, and I, give my condolence to everybody out there who lost someone that they really truly love and close to them like their friends their mothers their parents what sisters brothers whatever it's like this year has been a crazy 2020-21 it's been so crazy and I don't even know anymore you know I don't it's it's really almost all these things these last two years and then really culminating like you're saying in this last year is everyone's been affected in ways mm-hmm. that I don't think we're used to sharing these these type of incidents and events and and losses and on, on such a large level and I think hopefully the there are, you know there's not a like really positive but I'm like the silver lining person and I was like well you know at least it brings us together and bonds us in understanding one another a little bit better because we're all you know pushing forward and, and going through these things it's like oh it's not just me it's all of us and we can maybe find some sort of 
love and camaraderie through yeah this insane sadly insane time exactly exactly i totally agree i just want to put that out there you know i just for some reason i feel really comfortable right now no no but i always feel comfortable when i talk to you stephanie because you are awesome and amazing and so i i do want to know like we're going to go into another subject but i do want to know you was in romance and then you changed to mystery so my question for you is why do you do that why do you change over to mystery do you that's what you wanted to do now or are you still in the romance mystery kind of thing well you know almost as if um almost like the catalyst from what we were just saying you know i had come to a place i had to start it in romance almost not accidentally but sort of accidentally i'd always planned to do these sort of funny upbeat um quirky mysteries that had always been my my desire and my plan and i started doing romance instead um, for a number of reasons. And I got to a point where I was looking at my life and thinking, if you don't do the thing that you've always wanted to do, you know, I, I love what I've done in romance and I'm going to actually continue doing romance. But like, there was this other thing that I had planned to do. And it was like, if not now, when? When do you start building this other, this thing that, you, you know, this other, for me, it's like, I guess an author brand, you know, when do you start putting these books out? When do you start living this version of your life that you always wanted to do and you plan to do but you keep putting on the back burner because it makes sense you know it's and so you know every once in a while i think you have these wake wake up call moments where it's like you better do this now and so i put on a a time limit for myself i'm like by your next birthday so my birthday is in february and so at the end of i guess this time last year like girl, you have until February on your birthday. (laughs) And and I think I was out in my car typing an Instagram post that was like, hey, I'm doing this. And and this is what I do for a living because I never told anybody about my romance books. But I just like, you know, threw down the gauntlet for myself and was like, you need to just start. And it's now or never do it. You know, you're not, you're not like getting any younger. And I don't, you know, it's not about an age thing. It's just about like, you better get started living the life that you dream of living in all in as many ways as possible and some part of that for me was writing mystery books that is awesome i mean you know mystery is very good i don't think i could write it but you're doing a good job of it but you have to live your life you know and whatever it takes you have to be happy for yourself and don't care about what other people think you know it's your life and you have to do what you feel that makes you happy period you know and that's how it is so if you could give advice well I would love you to give advice to other authors that is struggling in writing or want to be a a author so can you give them some type of advice yeah I mean that's I, I always I always say sort of to everybody even if whether it's an author or some other little hidden thing you know maybe you love baking you're like oh I'd love to have a cupcake business but everybody has a cupcake business and I think in, as authors we're always like but everybody wants to write a book you know everyone wants to be an author and it's like that's fine like it does like you just have to realize that if everyone wants to be a thing there's a market for it and showing up and getting started is the most important thing whether it's baby steps whether you're working a full-time job and you just need to take baby steps in the direction. Maybe that's looking up 
an author, a writing course, or just sitting down and, and setting a word count for yourself. Or if it's a business, you know, just taking a small step or taking a huge dramatic step and being like, I am going to do this. Like, you know, I was, I had said when I started doing books, I was like, I am doing this. I am switching my career, but I, I tend to take big, bold moves sometimes. Um, and, and just like, you know, doing whatever you need to do to build up to one, just get started, but then two to like those things, those steps will start building your confidence. And I always say what seems sort of impossible, you need to bring that down to improbable. Okay. Maybe I will most likely, maybe I won't be James Patterson or Nora Roberts, but maybe I will be, you know, but it takes you a while to get from, oh my gosh, who am I to write a book to, well, I could be friends with them. I could have my, you know, I could be in league with the big boys one day, but you have to start that journey because you don't, no one like jumps there. Um, I think we tend to hear these overnight stories and we tend to think that people went from like zero to hero or whatever, you know, like, oh my gosh, she wrote a book and it was amazing. It's like, no, that didn't happen to anybody. Like maybe somewhere on earth, someone sat down and wrote their first book and it was amazing, but that's not the process. You have to write a ton and it's okay if those first books are bad. I guess here's my writer's advice. It is okay if your first books feel terrible. You have to write books that aren't as good because you're going to become better. That is a process. And just to throw this out there for any indie others, you can still make a lot of money writing not as great books as you will eventually write. So it's okay. Like there's a lot of people and you're going to get better and people will love you for, for making the effort. Like you just got to go. You got to start. Yeah, you do. You have to take those steps first before you can become really good. Nobody makes it overnight. If they do, then they are super, super special. You know, it takes a lot, years to become like everybody else, you know, and yeah, it takes a lot, a lot of time. So what is your favorite thing about writing? I guess that I have an overly... um, I don't even know if I have an overly active imagination as much as I have like an a hyper overthinking brain. So there's always so many things going on in my head at any given time that being a writer is wonderful because I can explore all the random things that I'm constantly interested in and without having to go and do those things, even though ideally I'd go do every single thing and try every <laughs> single experience and travel to every single place and try every single cute bakery. But apparently I don't have time to, or funds or whatever right. to do that. So writing's a great way for someone like me to be like, oh good, I can, I'm interested in this thing. Ooh, write a story about it. Or I love this. <laughs> like I am an information gatherer and a researcher and I just love stuff. So, um, and I love to talk, as you can tell. And so it is a way for me to take all that energy and put it into, you know, channel it into something. And thankfully, because of the wonders of editing, um, people can actually understand what I'm talking about, which sometimes is <laughs> <happening> conversation. Because <laughs> you'd be like, da 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 yeah. rambling. Right. I, I do the same thing. So no big deal. You know, I love to talk and I talk too much and people be like, okay, are you done yet? <laughs> no, I've still got something yeah. else. <laughs> I'm never done. So don't even think I'm done. I'm never done. You know, so, hey, we're talkers. That's what exactly. we do. So, um, so I know that you, ha- you have a next project. So what is your next project? You said. Uh, 
terrible to ask. Like, I, because um, I, like I said, I just came back from this planning meeting and I'm like, okay, I have, I think, gosh, I think six different series. And I'm like, I'm only going to work on three of them right now. Um, but I, the short answer to that is um, in my, one of my romance series, um, which is my sweet small town romance. Uh, that one's actually in Serenity Falls. The box set just, just dropped in um, the next three books on in the Riverside Ranch spinoff series. Those are coming out. Um, one, one is already out. One I need to edit now. Um, so that's with my pure sweet romance. Um, I also just started two rom-com series, which I can will tell you about another time, but um, those are pretty fun. So I have two rom-com series and then I have... Um, I will just, I will round it out and just say a two to three mystery series that I'm working on. Um, one has, one is currently on in Vela. It's called Sunshine Crime and that's, it's live and I have to get to writing because, uh, I have to put new episodes up every week. Um, and that is a kind of fun Florida man. I don't know if you're familiar with sort of Florida man crime stories, but we have some of the wackiest crime in the U.S., and so uh, it is inspired by that. It's kind of fun. And then I have um, two two other kind of cozy mystery slash lighthearted, whimsical mystery series coming out. So oh my just, God. Just, just go to Amazon, follow me, Stephanie Levine, or my, and uh, and then you will you will find out as they drop. Oh my God, Stephanie, you got so many things going on. Like, how can you keep yourself insane? That's like things. I'm like, can we <laughs> can we help me to and this is me trying to simplify. So yeah, this is it's terrible. Oh my but, god. I'm trying. You're so 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 busy right now. It's crazy. Like I know you're going in like so many different directions at this point. Cuz I know you're getting pulled like, okay, I got to do this. Okay, I got to do that. Oh yeah, I got to do this. Oh my god. Right now, I do. I would only even want to be you right now, Stephanie. Okay. okay I know. And then every day oh. you get home, and then there's still like life, life stuff. Exactly. Exactly. You're dealing with your business, and then you have to deal with life, and then and all this extra stuff that piles on. It's like it's like dirty clothes. It just keep pounding on and on. And you're like, I don't want to wash them, but I have to. You know. You hit it. I know. And even when I wash them. Then, then you have piles of clean laundry. You're like, ah. Because you have to I'm put gonna away. He's going to put them away. Exactly. Oh, oh my God. So <laughs> what is your purpose? Like, why do you do what you do? Is it a reason that you do it or you just do it because you love it? You know, I kind of back to what we were talking a little bit before, before a little bit about before is at the end of the day, I'm very much driven by this desire to live my life as happily as I can for myself. Like I just keep, I always kind of go back to this idea of like, this is my one life. If nothing else, as long as I am being a good person who truly loves people and it is a good, and I'm a good like human slash citizen of the world to other people, I need to live a life that feels good to me that that I enjoy that I can be proud of that I love um, and so I really I, I try to continue to sort of re renavigate to to my own true north of like you know what for me makes getting out of bed worth it every day what what can I 
do that makes me that fills me up so that I can be a good person to other people and hopefully ideally put something out into the world that makes people happy and or have experiences that at least fulfill me. So I'm I'm really driven by by that and also just um I love I love people and I believe in other people so much. So I also want that for everyone. I'm just like if all of us loved life even through the hard times then we'd make better decisions and we would be better to one another that we we would we'd be more self-responsible and we'd have a less chaotic world so like everyone be happy find things that make you happy so you're not so angry and like (laughs) take it out on other people and you know in the world or in traffic or in the grocery store or your family and so i but i believe that we're all capable of that and i am fairly you know i i really keep an optimistic lens i'm definitely uh, a silver lining finder finder like I said because I'm like well you can go down into the dark hole which I am fully capable of and it's hard you know if you get to that and so I'm like so I can either go down there or I can I can look at all the the wonder and beauty and amazingness of life and try and stay focused on that and then I'm a better version of myself and hopefully help people be better versions of them or at least even if I can't help them be a bit better version of themselves I can remind them that they're supported and they're loved and that I believe that they can have that so those are I guess my purposes oh you're so sweet Stephanie I totally agree with you 100% but you're so sweet um you know I wish more people would think the same way you think you know and and find a place that they can be become happy but unfortunately you know some people are who they are and people like us can just reach out to them and 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 try to give them a smile or two because you know sometimes you can be at a grocery store and you can just smile at somebody and it can brighten up their day for the day you know because you don't know what they're going through during that day and you never know you can say someone i hope you have a great day and you might just like oh you too because they might have been going through something and that day might have sparked something and they might have a great day for the rest of the day. You never know, you know? The power and, of word, totally. And, and just how it works. Yes, indeed. You ha- yes. So if anybody wants to get in contact with you, how can they contact Stephanie? Um, it's my website. You can always sign up for my newsletter, which I you know, to keep in touch with me there or go find me on any of the usual suspects for, you know, if you're a book person, Amazon, BookBub, Goodreads, or if you're a social media person, Facebook or Instagram, um, you can look at the show notes here for my very long, complicated French name, Stephanie Levine, (laughs) to spell it correctly. Um, And you can reach out to me through any of those places. I'm always happy to answer questions or talk to people or make new friends or just be connected. Aw, I just want to say thank you for being up here with me and thank you for the hugs (laughs) and you keep doing what you're doing, girl, because you're doing a good job. Um, You're doing an amazing job, actually, and keep showing the love and talking to people, which I know you will, (laughs) and (laughs) meeting great people in in your journey because you have a, a amazing journey coming and you're doing amazing for yourself and keep writing those mystery books and romance books and let the world know that I'm out here. I am Stephanie. Hello, everybody. This, <laughs> so keep doing what you're doing. And again, I appreciate you and thank you. 
Thank you so much. Same, same here. And I will, and I'm always lucky to be connected to awesome people like you, which makes it all go round. All the good stuff go round. So thank you for having me. You're welcome, love. And you have a good one. Bless you. you.